in a world where the podcast multiverse is a concept about which we know frighteningly little. Two dudes must become something greater than themselves, something elemental, something terrifying. A podcast. With great podcasting, there must also be great responsibility. To show the multiverse that it's full of people ready to believe in good. The multiverse will hunt us. They will send the dogs on us. Because that's what needs to happen. But it won't be ready to hear from us. Not us, United. Alright, we'll start this week off like we start off every week what's up everybody hey, hey guys whoa it's us not us united hey. holla man have you ever felt cool because i just felt really cool yeah i felt cool except for the last 30 seconds <laughs> every single part of my life cool until i just did what i just did yeah i don't know what overtook you and then it led to me so it was infectious yeah doing what we just did Mm. Um, but I, I, you just looked at me, and all of a sudden I saw. And you're, don't look at me. You just look. We hype. <laughs> it's what we do. It's what we do. Not United. Um, and we could go back and and start over. No, but we're choosing not to. Never. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. That's, that's how we do it. That's one thing we will promise. Not us United never restarts. No, we've always. We keep that first take. Yeah, we've never gone back. Nope. Never. We just delete those episodes. Yeah. We're just like, cool. If they're not suitable for air, they just don't make it to the air. But we never restart. Yeah. Well, speaking of restarting, mm. how about we uh, restart this conversation? Nice. <laughs> with uh, Recenter. Recenter. Yes. With uh, our actual topic. Yes. And we will be discussing the newest Wes Anderson film. Oh, our with boy. The, our Wessie boy. And. Wessie and. The Wessie. The Westest of all ands. The Wessieverse. Yeah. Let's um, get it. The Andy, Andy West, mm-hmm. um, if you go by last name, first name. Yes. Um, That's good clarification. That could have been confusing. <laughs> yeah. I want to make sure if God I was bless. on the same page. <laughs> um, uh, we are going to be reviewing his newest film, The French Dispatch, starring yes. half of Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Yeah, so we'll be just getting into that. Yeah. One of uh, I don't know when this is going to be released, but one of the movies we also talked about recently was mm. Grand Budapest Hotel, one of his films. Yes. And so uh, his newest film, mm-hmm. The French Dispatch, was coming out. So we we're just like, hey, hey, might as well go out and see it. We're both mm-hmm. fans of uh, his movies and yes. and his kind of like style. And so might as well uh, go see it. Do you want to describe kind of our experience going to the theater? Yeah, so we have... Um, a couple theater options mm. where we're at. Uh, we have your more mainstream, just classic theater experience of like, hey, it's in the mall. That's that's our theater. Then we have like twenty miles away, like the the mega experience, like like leather recliners, mm. heated seats, mm. just big old screens. <laughs> the biggest screen you could ever the big, imagine. Yeah, just, just imagine. Just think, yeah. Then we also have a local theater mm. that does more art house style. Yeah. Not, I wouldn't say that they're um, 
only showing like indie films, but they definitely don't go for just the all out blockbusters. Right. So it's kind of hand selected. It's a little more curated. Yeah, with like your what end they games show. aren't going to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, but you'll have like a French Dispatch, or you'll yes. have like more kind of the Oscar nominated yeah. kind of thingies. Yeah, you something know. that just kind of is a little more like outwardly showing that it's more artistic yes. than your classic like cinema that's like, hey, explosions. Yeah. Um, so we went to that theater for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> brand new, pretty much within the last year, I think yeah. it's been built. And incredibly cool experience. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Um. Nice little, like, loungy chairs, like, very, um, almost, like, coffee shop vibes. Yes, coffee shop chairs that were nice and comfy, and there was about three rows. Yep. And about six chairs in each row. And everyone still has to kind of be socially distanced, mm-hmm. so, like, only two people can sit in, like, each row yeah. or something like that. Like, it was ridiculous, yeah. but it was awesome. Yeah, it was, yeah, it's this, like, really nice, new, kind of fancy glass windows downstairs mm-hmm. of this hotel yep. it's got a bowling alley next to it yep. it's got an arcade next to it it's a vibe it's a vibe and then you go up like this elevator and you're in this little tiny room yeah watching a wes anderson film yeah it felt right it like felt it, like yeah like wes anderson would have like approved yeah of boy what we chose wesley to do. and was like this is how i intended it to be yeah yeah like i we don't got know a, we got a beer there's no other theatrical experience i could think of besides like going to like Sundance, yeah. but somehow going to like Sundance and only being in a show with like five people. Yeah. I don't know. It's wild. So it was, it felt very authentic yeah. for our first time yeah. to be like, Hey, we're surrounded by people who definitely consume the arts. It mm-hmm. felt like, like no one's going to this movie and be like, Hey, it's a Tuesday night. Haven't heard what of you this think? guy. French dispatch. Uh, like, no, like everyone's there for a reason. Yeah. Everyone you know? knows what's going on here. So that was kind of cool to like, it felt very much like a, a theatrical experience mm-hmm. with people who were like there our, for our not people. just mindless yeah. fun. Yeah. Anyway, so that was our experience. <laughs> um, it's a nice crispy, like hour, hour 45, 45. Yeah. But I will say it is a movie that feels like it's three hours long. Yeah. It's interesting. And in that uh, it's oddly, and will be no spoiler is here for a while. Um, oddly brisk, but yeah, it's like, Oh man, this movie's still kind of going, isn't it? I felt every minute of it where I would mm. like check my clock and I'd be like, "How did only five minutes pass?" Like it felt like every scene took there's it a, took its time. There's a lot going on, and while the movie is kind of made up of short stories mm. to some degree, like it's it's not just one overarching story. Mm-hmm. That kind of helps break it up a bit, but you're still finding yourself like, "Whoa, that 25 minute mini movie or short film." Mm-hmm felt like an hour Mm -hmm. and then it's like oh this next short film that was like 25 to 30 minutes long that felt like a Mm -hmm. movie and so i feel like that pacing almost made it feel like wow that's a very full 145 yeah we we had like three separate arcs yeah and even like mini arcs before um yeah it was it was interesting in that in that way of the storytelling and i think one that we weren't super um prepared for mm-hmm. I, and knowing nothing going into the movie it's like it's a new wes anderson movie and it's yes. it's out so i'm gonna go watch it well and he always has done ensemble casts mm-hmm. so this just being that much bigger didn't make it seem like it was going to all be disconnected mm-hmm. um so i think when we went in it's like wow how are all these parts going to be connected and it's like well 
it didn't have to because there was like kind of three short stories yeah. told throughout. So the, the new characters per each one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think what best summed it up was the minute it was finished, you turned to me and was like, that was the most Wes Anderson movie I've yes. ever seen. It was Wes Anderson mm-hmm. times 10. It's the most Wes Anderson movie. Yeah. I mean, he already kind of has like a style, like we were talking with some of our friends earlier tonight of it's crazy that you can say like this looks like a Wes Anderson film mm-hmm. like to really say that sentence means a lot because there's very few people like even like a Spielberg or right. like a big time director you don't say that that movie looks like a Spielberg movie because mm-hmm. he doesn't have like a style but you can say like Tarantino Wes Anderson are a few that come to mind maybe Christopher Nolan almost mm-hmm. has kind of Not take them I don't think the most celebrated but I think Michael Bay has a style too True. So. If it has like obnoxious amounts of American flags, you're yeah. like, oh, Michael Bay. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, <laughs> but like very very few directors have like a style, yeah. and usually that's for good reason because they're diversifying what they make, you know. But I feel like Wes Anderson has found a way to be like put his signature on it while mm-hmm. still making incredibly stories unique and, yeah. stories. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this felt like the most Wes Anderson. Yeah. Um, but in a lot of ways, the biggest departure from what mm-hmm. he's done in the past, if that makes sense. Yeah. I think we can unpack that a little later. In spoilers, I, I felt yeah. the same way in that, like, I don't know if, um, that I love this movie mm-hmm. or I'm very annoyed by it. Um, mm-hmm. just because like, it is so, it is avant-garde in the way that's like, hey, we're just gonna do this because we can do this. Yeah. And there's a, and it's just like, and there's a beauty in that, mm-hmm. definitely. Mm-hmm. And that's why I, I would lean more towards that. Um, but if you're not like a fan of something like that, of, of a movie that is a little like weird and quirky, this isn't gonna be it because this goes to the max. Yes. Um, but I, I enjoyed looking back on it. Like I enjoyed the unpredictability of the movie of like, mm-hmm. well, I don't really know what this scene's going to do. Cause there's literally uh, every other scene has been completely different. Yeah. And like, there's like lighting differences and like just character choices and, and, and the casting and just like, it feels different. And I enjoyed how different it was. Yes. And it feels like a movie that like I need to watch again and study. Mm-hmm. Like this is like the framing is so well done. And, like, just, like, all these little hints and details. I was like, wow, I missed everything. I missed mm-hmm. so much. And I yes. feel, and that's, like, why what I enjoy about movies is, like, the just the pure joy of, like, mm-hmm. not knowing what's happening and, like, taking the craft to, like, just be artistic in that way. Yeah. The best way I can describe it, and this is going to be weird, so mm-hmm. track with me, but I feel gotcha. like it honors Wes Anderson very well. Yeah. Most of his movies are like a a like a bu- a bullet's trajectory from like a long range rifle it it's going to go re- like far distances and its path will be kind of unpredictable but it's just kind of going it's going and it's going to be quirky and whatnot and then it's going to stick the landing at the end this movie felt very much like a shotgun where it was like buckshot. Mm-hmm. It was like, hey, guess what? The trajectory and the amount of pellets are way different than anything I've ever done. <laughs> yeah. So, and yeah. it was just like, whoa. You just and so you almost it. feel hit yeah. by just like, like 
there is no like single thing I'm focusing on because I'm I'm thinking about five of the other things while you're introducing me to the sixth. Mm-hmm. And so I think it it's much more of a like maybe after some re rewatches um and some research I could come to appreciate it a lot more mm-hmm. than the kind of the single trajectory of mm-hmm. like hey at least in Grand Budapest or you know um, Moonrise Kingdom it's kind of like I'm following I'm I'm a little more narrow uh, a focus focused um, and this one I kind of feels like it really pumps you into a yeah. lot of stuff and so it just felt a little different in that regard yeah that would be my most um, negative thing about the movie yeah. is because like it does feel unfocused mm-hmm. but that kind of feels like the point yeah um, and so like gra- gra- uh, struggling with that decision mm-hmm. and that was kind of like what I was doing throughout the whole movie. Mm-hmm. And so as you're saying, here's five things yep. that you're still trying to get, understand. Here's the sixth thing that you have to now understand. Yep. It's like, wait, okay, so I'm still wrapping my head around this, but this shot's really cool. Oh wait, now we're here now. It's just like, mm-hmm. I, um, I think I'm coming to just love this movie mm-hmm. in a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and like to say like, man, I need to watch it again. That's the greatest thing you could say about a movie, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, man, I got to watch this again. Yeah, like, it needs studied. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like, either for enjoyability, because you're like, man, I really, really enjoyed, um, like, Star Wars. I got to watch Star Wars again. I got to, mm-hmm. like, pop it back in. Or, like, or a funny movie like Werewolves Within, where it's just like, I really got to watch this again because it was just stupid yeah. and fun. Or, like, I didn't understand really what was going on in this. I need to watch this movie again yeah. to really appreciate it. I think, overall, that's, like, probably the best thing you could say about a movie Mm -hmm. yeah i think the difference between watching and wes anderson film in the past versus watching this wes anderson film in particular is i want to go back and watch grand budapest and moonrise because i just really enjoyed being in that world and i just kind of want to like see the beauty of it again i don't need to restudy no you know, those movies. Mr. Gustav H. No. From Grand Blue. Like, I got it. You know, like, that was pretty self explanatory. Yeah. But it was beautiful, so let's go revisit it. Mm-hmm. This is like, I don't think I can truly appreciate what just happened because I'm still processing what just happened, happened. before <laughs> this just happened. Yeah. <laughs> like, whoa. Like, it was just like drinking from a fire hydrant. Yeah. That's pretty much um, exactly right. And that's why I felt like it's the most Wes Anderson in that he got to just go off. But because he went so off, in some ways, feels almost like the biggest departure from his kind of theme. Yeah. But typically, what defines him is that, like, that theme for most of his movies is the same theme throughout the whole thing. And because this changes environments and time periods and destinations Mm -hmm. and locations it can't feel thematically the same or that would defeat the purpose, you know? Yeah, and it's, so yeah. it's, um, yeah, it, every story feels different and I'm not a short story, huge short story fan. That's like, here's all these little stories and they come mm-hmm. together and then like, or like they don't come together and or it's just like, right. Yeah. And it's just like, uh, not my favorite. Um, especially when you have like an hour and 45 minutes, yep. um, but 
I enjoyed I enjoyed mo- the stories that were said mm-hmm. and um I think man it's hard to be like yeah the casting was great the acting was great cuz it just was yeah. everyone was good like yep. when you have like this all-star cast of 40 people who are probably mm-hmm. like super extremely well-known Hollywood actors yeah. it's like yeah you're not going to miss on this yeah I think overall too the biggest negatives that you and I have towards it probably are things that we like genuine like genuinely respect as well because Mm -hmm. we're kind of like not my cup of tea probably like i'm not trying to find these types of movies that often but i respect what it did that it's making me think about it and it's Mm -hmm. making me process and maybe like considering a rewatch and things like this Mm -hmm. so like if anything gets docked, it's mostly from a personal standpoint, yeah. which is fine because it's our opinion and that is personal and whatever. But it it feels like its execution can't really be docked because yeah. I think it the I think point, it did it achieve what point. it was trying yeah. to do mm-hmm. and it did it well and it cast it well and it did all these things. So it's just like it's more just like yeah, but. Not for me, you yeah. know, is kind of what this movie I think yeah, will end up being, exactly. you know. I definitely, I feel like, yeah, to me, Grand Budapest is a 10 out of 10. Yep. It's just like clean, well executed, good. Mm-hmm. This is like a different feel where it's like it isn't, it's well executed in that it isn't very structured or it's not, it's just like it is, and the point of it, it is, it is this avant-garde, like French, just like nonsense in a mm-hmm. way like the movie like the whole avant-garde movement is just like hey we're gonna make movies that don't make sense mm-hmm. and that's the point of it and so this really this still this makes more sense than most avant-garde movies but like it's still like it's tapping into that like yeah. we're just gonna have like art on screen and then you mm-hmm. can interpret it the way you want yes and there's a really great beauty in that mm-hmm. that i admire yeah and so i don't know do you yeah. want to do you want to move on to spoilers? Do you want to rate this? I I do. Yeah, let's go ahead and rate it. Um, the only comment I would say is that after doing a little research and mm. kind of reading into what this source material was based off of, I do think having just a health like um, maybe checking that out to just have an idea of the characters being portrayed like uh, portrayed in this could help it's almost like a it doesn't necessarily spoil their stories and what happens in the movie but these are fictional characters but they're inspired by real people Mm -hmm. and i think knowing them and their motivations and what they did in real life would have helped me maybe just connect a little more with what they were doing Mm because i kind of understood the direction rather than this is a fictional film, and then at the end, we're going to thank all these people that they're based off of. Oh, that's what that was about. So Got the special it. thanks to was oh, all the people it was I thought based that was just friends of. or something. No, that was all the real people. Um, and so the fact that like you didn't know that, mm-hmm. and we didn't know that, I think would have helped, because yeah. I think we probably didn't catch something. I mean, if somebody went into Avengers Endgame, it's like, I haven't seen Marvel. Yeah. It's like, but yeah. that guy named Iron Man, that's kind of cool. What's his deal? Yeah. And it's like, uh, well, you'd probably appreciate it a lot more if you knew who Iron Man was. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah. I just think like there was some of that where like, oh, I didn't know I had to do homework for this because all the other ones that I've watched are just this fictional story that he explains the world to you. Yeah. And 
since this is technically fictional, but it's almost the closest thing to like truth, it would have helped me to know what happened in real life, I think. That's fair. So that would be my thing is without spoilers, I think it can't hurt to know a little bit going into this. Mm -hmm. I don't think it spoils anything. Sure. So let's get into rating it. Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? first? <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I, I think um, I think both from both of our perspectives, I think this rating is going to grow on us. Mm-hmm. I think this movie is going to grow on us. And right now, I still really enjoyed it. And I would probably put it as an eight. Okay. Like, I liked it. I had, I was like, just fun. Mm-hmm. I liked what what it did. I liked the newness. I liked the uniqueness. There's some moments where I'm like, that was just genius. Yeah. And it's moments that I'm like, I've never seen anything like this before. Yeah. And to just kind of throw it out there and just expect the audience to accept that. That's what I, that's like pushing the boundaries, and I love that. So for mm-hmm. me, eight, and yeah. I think it might grow on me. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So the things that I w- I was thinking about was this year for like Oscars. Mm. I don't know who act. There's only a few people acting wise that I think I, I would give this to, but I do think like this better be up there because of what it did. For acting like this wise? was well just... acting, but I think the movie as a whole, mm-hmm. this was an experience. Yeah. Um, this was a, a different theatrical experience. Typically an experience for me was like, an MCU, a blockbuster where you're just joint, like joined with a community and you're just like, let's do this. I've never experienced that on a, on a more like artistic level, but this felt very like, this was something you should probably watch this. Um, it kind of reminded me of other films where I don't know if I'll go back and like watch all of those films, but it's like, damn, this thing did something. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, it's very memorable because there's nothing else like it. Yeah. And I think that in and of itself bumps it up a few points because it's not like my cup of tea. Like it's not something that I'm going to constantly go back and rewatch. I just, it's hard. Like I'm, I'm conflicted. Mm. I'm like, I think you're right. I think it does deserve about an eight. Yeah. But like, I don't personally want to give it it that height because I think it, it does deserve it. But there's just other movies that I have at seven that I want to go back to way better, like way more. Yeah, then rank it. You know what I mean? Then rank so it that, as such. So know, that's that's what I'm thinking is yeah. like it's about a seven for me. <laughs> um, but I think that like I would be – this is the movie um, – we talked about – we did an episode on House of Gucci mm-hmm. and we had some – Oscar critiques for that yes. where we're like hey it's probably gonna mm-hmm. for these boy if it gets... this this felt way just better as a like a production to be yeah. like this should hopefully it, it, if Gucci gets nominated then French Dispatch should win yeah that's a great point and let's hang there for a moment because this they're both trying for the same thing yep and Grand Budapest Hotel succeeds in so many more ways where House of Gucci just was bland. You mean French Dispatch? I meant, yeah. What did I say? I said, yeah. You said Grand Budapest. Sorry. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Okay. I just <laughs> yes. want to confirm that yes. you're still talking. Okay. I'm still just thinking about yeah, Grand Budapest. You love Grand Budapest, <laughs> but you're talking about yes. French Dispatch. If I, if I say anything, I'm talking about French Dispatch. Yes. Wes Anderson's film. 
succeeds where Grand, or where take it where House of Gucci yeah. just wanted to be this. Yes, he wanted to be this artistic whatever acting thing, and yeah. this just like blows it out of the water. Yeah, and so like I think acting wise, you got great casts, and I <laughs> think um, but it's just like who do you give it to? Who do, can you give it to? Someone who had twenty minutes of screen time. I think they're all considered supporting actors. I think lead yeah. is probably like Bill Murray or something. But he's not even in it that much. I agree. I think if Jeffrey Wright doesn't win for like supporting actor, I'd be surprised. I thought Jeffrey Wright, the the third story, mm-hmm. I thought he killed yeah, it. He was great. Um, so yeah, let's let's just jump into spoilers then, because yeah. I think we we should dissect this and kind of figure out where where people are at and and what we. Uh, thought about all of it but yes that beginning yeah that's fine um but yeah i think we both are like even if we didn't i mean i guess you technically so what did you rate house of gucci probably like a six I think. yeah i think we did six you six did lower than not yeah, i think you almost did like a four or five yeah i think i did too you're I, right i think i did six yeah so this is like two points above and so would you say that, like, in almost every category, you'd rather French Dispatch win? Oh, yes, in every single category. Yeah. I I just know how the Academy works, and I know House of Gucci is going to get nominated because it's a Ridley Scott movie, and it's because it has all these people in it. This is far yeah, more on deserving. Paper, on, yeah. pa- on paper, House of Gucci is the winner. Yeah. But it's not, in, in, in reality. Like, I think... Because Wes Anderson's not to, necessarily a winner. On everything, like, yeah, on everything that we said... The House of Gucci, or at least I said, I was more like, it's probably going to get nominated. Not that it should, that it probably is. But on set design, on like cinematography, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. On just like uh, original original screenplay? Yeah. yeah. You, you got it. Um, acting wise from Jeffrey Wright, Benicio Del Toro, maybe? Yeah, he was good too. Supporting actor, because he was great. Um, well, hell, I mean... I can't think of a weak performance. No, everyone was good. Yeah. Everyone was good. Because Adrian um, Brody Collette, was pretty good. Not Tony Collette. Uh, Tony Collette was good in it, but... Francis um, McDormand. Francis McDormand. Tony Collette's in this? I think very briefly. Wait, who's Tony Collette? Tony Collette's from Hereditary. Yeah, yeah. You can see. I, I could be I could be totally wrong, because there was... Wait, a... who's she? I don't know who she's in this. But anyway, Francis was McDormand was definitely good. Maybe I was thinking of Tilda Swinton. Oh yes, you're thinking of Tilda Swinton. Yeah, uh, for sure. Um, yeah, let's, let's just go down. Adrian Brody, um, Owen Wilson, Owen Wilson, Timmy Shell, um, Francis McDormand. Uh, I'm not gonna say this wrong, but Leah Sudo. Yes, the Sudo. muse to the painting. Yeah, yep. she was great. Mm-hmm. I think I think if there was a best supporting actress, I would either go for her or Francis McDormand. Yeah, probably Francis, just because she probably had more dialogue and like kind of yeah. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah, I would agree with that. But that's about what I would go for acting. I don't see anyone lead. No, I don't know who's even considered the lead lead actor in this. Yeah, no. Um, so I think it would be wise for them to just go for supporting. But Jeffrey Wright, dude, just for me, just killed it. Rushed it. I think um, he really sucked me in and just was like, whoa, like he is a. He is a force to be reckoned with. Yeah, everything, crazy. everything that I'm seeing him now, and I'm like, man, you're just getting, you're just nailing everything. He's about to be our new Commissioner Gordon oh, in the Batman yes, movie. He vengeance iconically it plays the Watcher in What If? Yeah, um, the What If uh, Disney Plus series. I mean, dude's killing it. Yeah, he's got that buttery smooth voice, mm-hmm. and but just also just yeah, he can pop off. 
<clears throat> I think, um, man, I did want to start from the beginning, but now we're on the third story. No, no, it's okay, fine. Let's start, start over. Start over. Uh, we're going to, how about we restart this podcast? No, no, no. Uh, that's fine. <laughs> no. I think performances, we just wanted to get that out of the way because we were already talking about and Oscar. Then best picture? It has to. Yeah. It has to at least be nominated. Yeah. Comparatively. If, what, if House of Gucci gets nominated and this doesn't get nominated, I see that as a real possibility. I just really, I don't know. It's, it might happen. House of Gucci, dude, just so subpar. I have, I have. Um, the most likely thing is that it's gonna get nominated, and French Dispatch won't. Then the uh, the next likely is they're both gonna get nominated. Then the least I likely agree. thing is that I don't think French Dispatch and not House of Gucci. I think you're right. Yeah. I think just from a marketing standpoint, House of Gucci makes more sense. Even though I would. I haven't even seen Last Duel. I bet Last Duel is better than House of Gucci. <laughs> <laughs> and they're both Ridley Scott movies. Yeah. I think that movie just kind of got lost, mm-hmm. and I I bet it's ten times better than House of oh, Gucci. <laughs> I just a trailer. I'm like, yep, I already I has my vote already. Yeah. Um, so I hope maybe we're both wrong, and Ridley like played his cards like weird, and he was like, you know what, let's just push for Last Duel. And it, it just gets great. this like weird indie like push yeah. for the Oscars. That'd be great be sick um cool i think that's oscar talk. but yeah we riot if yeah. uh french dispatch doesn't get it but house of gucci does and then house of gucci wins oh oh boy woof um okay yeah so let's yeah dive into the overall like or i guess the beginning of the story yeah i think that's where it was kind of the weakest the literal beginning where it's like hey here's all the setup yep um the design of it was fun the waiter going and bringing up yep. food bimori awesome Classic walking yeah i'm like yep. i'm like i'm in and yep. like the title cards and all that it's yep. just like it took me a second to really know what's going on and then we had like the five minute owen wilson story that could have been removed honestly mm-hmm. it just felt like oh here's Owen Wilson on the bike okay now we're on a painter it just feels like yeah i think the 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 start was very messy yes and then it took me about the f- halfway through the first story to really know what, like, okay, we're doing this. Yes. And then second and third, I think we're just solid. I feel like the th- the unfortunate part of this movie is that it can't truly be a masterpiece because I do feel like it's the it's the jack of all trades movie yeah. but it's the master of none movie yeah because i think it's trying to be like bill murray is like this great person and like we love bill murray and we don't yeah. really get that until like the last and you're like oh built and then and then he dies and it's like all yeah. oh, these people and I, I get the idea of all these people around his life surrounding mm-hmm. this person's life that's a beautiful thing yeah um but i just don't think we get enough bill murray time yep and maybe if he was in one of the stories as a more mm-hmm. Uh, I think if you look, love the cast. Yep. I think one of the detriments of the movie is that there's too many people. Yeah. I think you 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 create a story where it's Bill Murray. You create the first story is just an extension. I don't know which yep. one you cut, but you create. Yeah, that's the hard part. Or you create a longer movie. You just create a, mm-hmm. a 20, 20, 10 minute longer movie. Mm-hmm. You cut the Owen, or Owen Wilson is more in, like in with with Bill Murray. You create ten more minutes of like here's this story and here's maybe the characters and then our characters split off and have this, but. That would be my really my my major detriment of the movie is yep. the setup, and I understand the arc of Bill Murray. They're trying to get him to be like there's this emotional gut punch at the end when he does die. Yep. Um, and all these people surround and love him, and he's yep. changed all these people's life. I just don't think it hits that. Yeah, to me, what ended up happening 
was, yeah, I think you're right. The weakest parts were the beginning and the, the end when you're kind of like brought back to like the reality mm-hmm. of it. Um, and I think that unfortunately brings the overall score down mm. because even if some of them do fly high, it is the sum of its parts. And so these had to be included, which means they have to be graded mm-hmm. as well. My opinion is that each, it almost feels like a wasted opportunity because I feel like Wes Anderson could have made a whole movie on the Benicio del Toro story. Yeah. Set us up on how he got there, what he does while he's in there, and when he gets out and all this stuff. And it would have been a great hour and a half movie. Yeah, But that's okay. We got a half an hour version of it, and it's fine. Um, same thing with the yeah. other two. Yeah. I feel like... Oh, I I kind of was left wanting more in those, but I wasn't left wanting in the beginnings. No. Like, I was like, oh, well, Bill, like what? Bill Murray just showed up and did Bill Murray stuff, yeah. and it was fine. That's yeah. what he does, and he's good at it. And But it, there's nothing that I remember about those that I'm like, damn. Matt, I, yeah, the, the, um, the greatness of the movie comes in those three parts. Yes. Where, like, man, some of the shots that were done, I'm like, this is cool, and, like, um, it, the the pushing the boundaries was never done in the Bill Murray sections. Correct. Like that's a hundred percent its weakest form. Correct. And for me, that's why it is knocked down mm-hmm. from like, man, I love this movie to like, it is weak in certain areas. Yeah. Again, like it's like the things we we hate about this movie is that it's good, but it could have been better if just these little tweaks. Yeah. Like it almost is like uh. We're, like, rooting for this movie. Yeah. And even then, like, a movie obviously has flaws. Yeah. And so, like, you can look past these flaws, and it can still be like, man, I really just love the movie. It's a 10 out of 10, and I get the Bill Murray stuff, and just, like, it works. Sure. Um, But to me, like, that took me a while to get over. And yep. maybe watching it again, I'm already over it. Mm-hmm. And I can be like, okay, this is fun. That Yeah, this newspaper, and this, this could link to Kansas, and then we have all these writers, and now let's spend the time with the writers. And, like... Maybe that makes sense upon a rewatch where I understand yeah. where we're going. That's fair. Yeah, maybe just some like extra knowledge of why this was made to begin with. Yeah. And just understanding its origin. Like I said, that's that's one helpful thing that after the movie reading in onto like, oh, Jeffrey Wright was playing a a mashup of these two real life people. Mm. That helped me like I now relate more, you know? So I do wonder if like knowing those things would help in a second watch and who knows, like you said, maybe it'll grow on you. Hmm. And so that's why I think like in my gut, I go, Hey, it deserves probably a higher score. And that higher score will definitely be given to it by the people who know and understand Hmm. what is going on in this movie. Hmm. But because it's not for me and it wasn't well explained and it required extra work on my end up down a point you know yeah so i think a movie should stand on its own Mm -hmm. and i think not knowing anything about any of this movie i think to a certain extent it does Mm -hmm. again beginning end but first second third story i think they're stellar sure um so to me those make it to to, to get it to the eight yeah um and then makes sense dock off two points for a poor conclusion, a poor, poor story, intro. Yeah. Um, so you want to talk about the first kind of story with Benicio? Mm-hmm. Um, really great. Yep. Um, I loved the just like, again, it's just like you're, you're thrown into this weird setting. 
and with Adrian Brody. Oh, uh, he did his homework. Yeah, and just like he knew the assignment, I loved the my favorite scene of probably the, well, my one of my two favorite scenes in the entire movie is just this really simple and odd, um, and I shared it with you where um, Zero from Grand Budapest mm. plays Benicio, um, and we've, we've young said Benicio. his name, young Benicio. Yeah. Um, and they just have this really cool time lapse moment where Zero's sitting in a chair and he stands up and gives the necklace to Benicio and then walks off. And it's just like implied that it's just like, here's a time it's jump. It's 11 years later yeah. or whatever. And yeah. it's just like, oh, it's insane. Yeah. And it's just like, I've never, that's just like such a fun and different and interesting way to break the scene fourth transition. Wall, but also like, yeah. yeah. And it's just, it's, it's brilliant, honestly. It's, it's brilliant. And yeah. um, it's just, I think that's, it was really great and there's so many scenes of like that moment and the framing and just like oh it's 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 just like it's really just well done and a master class honestly i yeah well in the i mean the whole story in and of itself is just it it kind of um goes against a lot of your assumptions but somebody who you you think of as in prison getting to basically have this weird like love affair with the person who's like keeping mm-hmm. them in prison, mm-hmm. like the guard, you know? So it's just this like really, it's a weird relationship where he's like, this is awesome. And she's like, whatever, you know, blah, blah, blah. But um, yeah, what a unique story. Yeah. Like, um, and I think Tilda Swinton's character kind of like tease it up, but it's like, the reason why maybe she is like in this relationship is like she's intoxicated by the fact that like he has no control over yeah. his outcome, but she does a little bit by having a little bit of power over him and all this. Like, it's just a weird, like, that's a pretty deep dive for like a 25 minute short film. Yeah. You know, like, it, yeah. was, it was weird how much heart it could actually muster up for being so short and mm-hmm. not really enough time to spend in it. And mm-hmm. what a creative way to tell the story. Mm hmm where you have somebody kind of narrating it the whole time, but there is acting like, I don't know. It's, it's just, yeah, you have a narrator never and then seen you have flashbacks like and then you have in moments and then you have like the black and white moments and you have the, the color moments and what does yeah. that mean? And it's just like, it's something to, it's something to do with like, um, this movie is shot in black and white and in color. And it's when it's in color, it's like vivid and bright. And then like maybe moments where like Benicio is just dark and dreary, it's black and white. And then when it's, when it, when like the the paintings come up, the color, so you see the color of the paintings and it's vivid and it pops yeah. and then you go back to black and white and then you go back to color and you go back and it's just like, it creates this really cool dynamic yeah. of just like adding texture to a film Mm-hmm. Just by using color. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was simple but uh, effective. Where like like we said, it felt overwhelming at times. Mm-hmm. Where it's like there's just so much being thrown yeah. at you. But you have to give them credit. I mean, this was this was Wes Anderson not given an F. Yeah. Like and just yeah, going he for just, it. He just swung and he kept swinging. You know. Um. And all of his other films, you know, you you get like a title card and then there's like a theme throughout. It's like act one will look the same as like when they introduce act two, mm-hmm. this movie was just like, yo, here's three. Mo-. And a part of me actually legitimately does wonder, did he have like a couple ideas for like his next movie, but they were just not fully baked. And so, he just and so you're just it. like, here's a mini series of like small. And I, 
if that is true, like, I know this is obviously a, a thing I'm creating and a rumor that I'm making up, but, like, I'd almost be upset because I'm like, mm. I'd rather just see the, the prison movie, you know, the revolution movie and the, like, crazy mystery journalist yeah. movie. So, like... It's fine, and maybe yeah. that's not the case, but it, it did kind of it feel... It could be, it could be. Yeah. Um, and maybe just, like, I just don't know if there's, like... I just, maybe he didn't feel like there was enough there to expand on yeah, a story like, like that. Yeah, it's like, I can't make this an hour and a half, but I can make it a half an hour. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, fair enough, but I don't know. I just, like I said, master of none, but I feel like any of these stories could have killed it. Yeah. If he just went full, full in, like just Wes Anderson, the shit out of this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway, that's just a, like a little thought. That's fair. Um, yeah, Adrian Brody killed it. Uh, you said her name, Leah Ledoux. Yeah, she okay. was in the newest James Bond movie mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, again, just plays a very stoic character, but is also extremely expressive at times, and it's just mm-hmm. a very weird like like this is just everything about this is like it's it's easy to keep me entertained because i just can't predict what the hell's going on in any of these movies Mm -hmm. like you did a good job there yeah there's nothing from the trailer or anything that helped me understand what's going on in this movie (laughs) so that's what i'll say um movie two movie two the spice is flowing with this one man the spice was surely flowing um, Have you ever wanted to see what Timothy Chalamet looked like cosplaying as Albert Einstein? We'll look, <laughs> well, no, look further. no further. <laughs> um, I'm embarrassed because of my muscles is something that I'm going to be saying to you quite often. <laughs> I'm embarrassed by my new muscles. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty wild. My guy. What a scrawny little lad. Yeah, he's a tiny guy. He is. But um, this was probably for me the weakest of the three. Mm-hmm. Not by a, a very large margin, but just because I was like, um, <clears throat> what's going on here? Like, why are we doing this? Yeah. Um, and just felt like we're having, yeah, we're having this revolution and then the, the journalist is along and then like, mm-hmm. um, very cool moments in like the chess match. That's ridiculous and silly, but fun. Yeah. Um, but it's the most straightforward. I mean, there's kind of like yeah. a Romeo and Juliet mm-hmm. uh, feeling. I mean, her name's literally Juliet. Right. And uh, yeah, there's just some things like that where it feels a little like, I don't know, just a little more straightforward, I think. Yeah, I think it That's is. That's not necessarily yeah. a bad thing, but I think it makes it the less, it stands out less because it's not as. That's fair. Jarring um, artistically. Yeah. That being said, there is a moment where we we go to a play production of a rendition of what one of the friends was saying in the army. Um, oh yeah, that's true. That <laughs> so is weird. There's a moment. Yeah. There's like a five minute moment where we're just watching a play. That is true. And like, but yet yeah, the story wise, it's just like Romeo and Juliet, and you know, Lim is. Yeah. Um, so, but like having that play moment in there was just like this is happening now, and you need to accept it, and then we're going on to the next thing where we're like Timothy Shalman's on the back of a motorcycle and he's just like the blue lights coming in and he's smoking and then like yes. Francis McDormand's talking over and then it's just like there's just yep. so many things going on and then like and then he dies and it's just yep. like yeah it feels like there's a lot there's again it's, it's exactly what we've been saying is that there's a lot to unpack but what is in there I think is is really good and I think there's yep. there's some gold in there 
I also have to get on my soapbox for just a quick second. Go. We gotta stop making uh nineteen or twenty year old looking men having it be okay that they're sleeping with like fifty year old women. <laughs> because if that was definitely reversed, it's creepy as shit. Dude. Yeah. It's creepy as shit. And I don't know why, but for some reason when it's like I don't I don't know how they get away with it, but they do something that just kind of makes you go like, oh, got it. That's that's kind of jokey and silly, and it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, but it's not jokey and silly the other way no. around, and that's wild, mm-hmm. you know. So just little things like that where it's just like unnecessary, didn't have to do it. Yeah, you but... take you take ten seconds out of this movie. Mm-hmm. It's just implied that they're together. They don't actually like show anything, no. but it doesn't matter. They yeah. like they still implied it. Yeah, didn't have to. Mm-hmm. I just I don't get it. I just have never understood the like. If if that was like a sixty year old man yeah. and like just stopped being a teenager girl, yeah, game over. Fair, fair. <laughs> so we gotta stop. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Wes Anderson can kind of get a, he kind of pushes weird sexual boundaries yeah. though in a lot of his movies. That's just one thing that he like. They kind of forgive him French. on. Sure. But, yeah, like, I know that was one of the biggest uh, issues with, like, Moonrise Kingdom was, like, hey, mm. these kids are, like, 12, yeah. you know? And it wasn't, like, nothing, like, graphic or anything. Like, nothing happens in that movie, but you're just kind of, like, love, can love really be that? Like, you're pretty young, you know? Mm. Like, be careful. Like, it was just, like, he was treading a fine line, and I just feel like this is another example of where it's just, like, dude, unnecessary. Mm. Don't have fair. to do, Don't have to do it. Yeah, fair. Anyway. Now you know where I stand on that. <laughs> I don't feel like it's a it's a a hill that like yeah. a lot of people are like gonna fight me on. Yeah. But it's just like I just don't get it. I just don't get why like because there is something in me that watched it and I was just like, oh, huh. And I'm like, wait, why am I okay with this? Yeah. <laughs> like I would not be okay with this the other. I don't know. Anyway, continue. <laughs> so, Bob, done. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, there's not much I want to say else. <laughs> okay. After that, <laughs> that's fine. Sorry if I derailed. No, this the, one. I, I just no, it's fine. I'm like, oh, this was good. Yeah, I like this one. I think there's fun moments with the play and and the yes. lighting and like the framing of like, like they're like uh, there's like square frames and like obviously with with Wes Anderson there's there's a lot of symmetry, and then like just the love story was good and yeah the chess match was just dumb and silly and then like mm-hmm. when the police attack and like. All of them are just on the bridge, and they throw. And it's just like it's just where Wes. It's Wes Anderson again. Yes. It's like how can you tell if a movie was made by Wes Anderson? You just look at it. Yes, exactly. Which is insane. And yeah, again, a ten-second scene doesn't ruin the whole movie, but that, no, that, it's just it's your soapbox. I that, that's it. where I'm at. That's so. funny. But I I did enjoy most of the like this one used that that lighting where they went from black and white to color mm-hmm. in a cool way they met over like the jukebox and like that place yeah. came to life kind yeah, of and they did great. they did a cool the lighting in that um, was pretty neat um, and then there's like a moment where he shares uh, Timmy um, shares that moment I don't know what Juliet's uh, actress name was but um, just it really captures like teenagers like mm-hmm. well call like young college students like in love where mm-hmm. they're just in talk like literally just intoxicated in in each other mm-hmm. by just looking into each other's eyes for like a good like minute of mm-hmm. film it felt like it felt long but it was just like yep i've experienced that exact same thing <laughs> like i know exactly what's happening yeah. like i'm in 
I I, I got it. And cool. it's cool that he can capture emotional feelings in a scene by just making two people look at each other. Mm-hmm. It's wild. So there's just some like really cool beats that he he does that I'm just like, damn. All right. You took me to a place that I wasn't expecting to go mm-hmm. tonight. All right, thank you. Yeah. Um so yeah, there you go. Well let's move on to the last story. And this I think, one's batshit crazy. Uh, yeah, I think <laughs> both of our favorites. Uh yes. Um l- let let me ask you this. Okay. What are your thoughts on the animation that they used? Brilliant. It was my favorite part of the movie. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> it was so stupid. I loved it. It, yes. It was my favorite part. Yeah. It did a few. Okay. Say you hated it. No, for Say me, you hated it. for me, it was like, this felt like you ran out of money. No. That's way more expensive to do, I think. Really? Uh. Because they obviously do more in the animation than like what real life would like, yeah. it would have been tough to do some of the stuff like the guy hopped on the car he gets like thrown off he gets hopped mm-hmm. back out like and then they run into the, all the stuff in the animation so i was just like this just feels really like you didn't really prep me for why this is happening well there was a very brief moment and maybe it's more of an excuse to put into the movie with like oh it's an artist rendering of them getting That's away true. so there's very brief like 30 seconds yeah. and then there's a very extended i think i think it's extremely deliberate and okay. that, like, it's supposed to be ridiculous and silly and yeah. having a five-minute animated scene chase in this movie and then they hop back out of the car and then they go back <laughs> into the car. Oh, yeah. it's so good. It's the yes. best part. It's the best part. It was amazing. And maybe this is maybe this is why this film isn't our favorite Wes Anderson film because it's Wes Anderson. It felt like, it felt like Wes Anderson's like, I don't know if I'm going to ever make a movie again, yeah. so I'm going to make five Wes Anderson films. Yeah, it felt like this is almost his swan song in a it way. It really did. Yeah. It felt so weird that I was just like, what are we doing, dude? <laughs> like, what? Like, genuinely, this what was, are we doing? Was, the, having the animation was like the peak of that. Yeah, but it's like, okay, you, this is great. I would watch a movie that's just like this. But again, it's just used as an element but he had so many elements in this film that I'm just like, dude, I cannot keep mm-hmm. up, dude. I did not know that all these things were on the table. It just felt like he's like, what tools do I have? And they're like, well, you could do and black and white. And he's like, that it. sounds pretty cool. He's like, well, but you could do wide shot color. He's like, so that sounds pretty dope too. It's like he went through the buffet and he couldn't not say no yeah. to like, one of the entrees and that's what's kind of great about it yeah because it is this buffet of wes anderson again yeah it's not a detriment oh dude it's just like (laughs) it's probably one of those movies that film students will study and they're just gonna get like all right i guess we're gonna learn how to do this 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 and this it just happens to all be in the same film Mm -hmm. instead of watching 18 different movies so anyway I just had to get your take on that because I was just like, dude. I loved it. I'm not ready for another <laughs> thing. <laughs> just, the gimmicks are just everywhere. Dude. I think that's like just like he was just like, you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna have my toolbox and we're just going to play in it. It was very cute. Yeah. yeah. I, I love that scene. And I think Jeffrey Wright, again, was probably the best in the movie. Um, his character was cool. I liked the going with the chef and the police officers and like, I liked the, the concept. And then like, 
um, Edward Norton, and then I think uh, again I don't know her actress's name, but Lady Bird was there. Sasha Ronan. Sasha Ronan, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the moment that he shares with the the cook at the end, where it's just like, yeah, I wasn't afraid. I wasn't. What was it? I didn't have courage. I was just afraid of what others would think of me. Mm-hmm. Bro. Yeah. Okay. I got well, you. and like, uh, he kept that part out of his final mm-hmm. draft and then Bill Murray's character was just like, yo, this is like the whole reason the story should have been written right. to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, oops, my bad. No, that's my bad. Um, and, uh, he, uh, he has this beautiful moment where like the chef ends up, you know, taking the poison himself because he's trying to save this kid and, and whatnot. And, uh, all he can think about is he's like, I've never experienced that flavor yeah. before. And it's like, that's not what I'd be thinking after I just poisoned myself. But you know what? Maybe that is what I'd be thinking about if I mm-hmm. was a chef. And like, it's just like, well, just having like new, just some new experiences. Yeah. And like having like something surprise you. Mm-hmm. And that's like, maybe what the whole film is about, Nick. Yeah. Oh, no, exactly. This is like, hey, Nick, um, I know you haven't had. Like I'm trying to think of like something like I haven't had in a while because I was like I don't think I'll like that. I don't this think you've movie... had a movie that went from black and white to color to black and white to color to an animation to a play to a correct. And so this whole movie just kind of felt like a we're gonna shake things up a little bit. Yeah. And but it just didn't tell you that it was gonna shake things up. Yeah. I was like I'm I'm prepared for Wes Anderson level of shaking up. And he's like oh hold my black and white colored beer baby <laughs> i'm just like oh, okay here we go hold my vintage 1942 yeah. rose yeah and it, it truly did feel like a love letter of a movie yeah like if this was somehow like if like wes anderson died and this was like a movie made by like his protege somehow this feels like oh yeah you're almost trying too hard at this point yep but it, it is like a love letter to cinema i guess i don't know yeah <laughs> Or if you ever go see a movie and you're like, this is so predictable of what's Mm -hmm. going to happen because a lot of people make safe movies. Mm -hmm. I can say without a doubt, this movie would never have just organically shown up if it wasn't for Wes Anderson. Yeah, I think so. Like, there's just nothing about this movie that's like predictable. Yeah. Or it's just even like, wise, yeah, why would you write but, this? Yeah. Like, I can't even think of somebody who's like, you know, it's really on my heart, this story. Yeah. Like, it's just like, it's just so him, and it's so like, it's a gift. Like, yeah. not, no, this this never would have been created if it wasn't for him. Mm-hmm. And so, if you liked it, great, because there's a lot of movies that could have totally been created by someone else, you know? Yeah, and I think, like, that's why I rate it highly and why I love it is because, like, man, we could have seen another Hatraguchi last night. Fair enough. We could have seen another, like, uh, horror Halloween kills. Yeah. We could have seen... Well, I mean, and, and as much as I love the MCU... Could have seen another Marvel movie. 80% of those movies are not necessarily unique in and of themselves. Right. That are... It's very... They're pretty... they got a formula, you know? Right. And enough chefs are in the the kitchen that you're really your only signature is that you get to say that you directed it, yeah. And you maybe added a few creative decisions, you know. Yeah. 
And so um, yeah. I think there's an inherent value to to that to like yeah, someone right. someone like this where you're like yeah what you're saying about pushing the boundaries yeah. and like yeah i would still uniqueness i would still choose who i recommend this movie to oh yeah but it is unique yeah like we had a friend ask like should i see it i'm like only if you like this only if you like only if you know this what you're getting into. This is not your, like, entry into Wes Anderson. No, yeah, like, I would not show, like, this is not the first movie recommended to someone who doesn't see Wes Anderson. If they're like, yeah, I really enjoyed Moonrise Kingdom, well, they're gonna either love or hate this. Yeah. It's a, it's definitely a, yeah, like you said, it just kind of feels like his swan song. It feels like his, all right, I got all the funding I needed, mm-hmm. I got the cast finally assembled. It's go time baby and just went off yeah and it doesn't feel like he was told no at all at any no. point in this film no it was him it was entirely him which hey great mm-hmm. um and yeah and then bill murray dies yeah sad yeah we didn't care enough about his character though for it to matter i, I had a cool I, moment I, where they all kind of on like I like that. The whole crew was going like to f- write his obituary. Yeah, I thought that was Which was, was cool. what the movie was, was mm-hmm. his whole thing. Was, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we like, the whole book was his obituary, yeah. Um, so, and then, like, another, like, little minor thing was, like, okay, we got three st- three perspectives. Well, there's all these other writers in the room. Like, why? what about them? Or, like, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um... I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> There's parts of this movie that just don't make sense, dude. <laughs> That's fine. Like I said, I think... I don't think anyone was telling this dude what to do. No. And that's why it probably reached the highs that it did, but it, it still kind of had some lows. Because yeah. I was just like, did anyone produce this movie? Like, did anyone, like, ask a question? No. Of like, like, hey, are we all... Like, are we good? Yeah. Like, I don't think so. I think they all just were like... Yep. You want me to do what? All right. <laughs> yeah, this is the most, like, yeah, this is the most. And, like, that's great because, like, the director had full power. Cool. Do it. Make the movie you want. Yeah. You know how, like, if you're mining, you, like, get just a bunch of raw material, but then you can break that down and, like, refine that into a diamond? Hmm. This just feels like just like you were mining a big old Wes Anderson cave <laughs> and you found a big old thing at Wes Anderson and no one refined it. It's just uh, a big w- old raw Wes Anderson <laughs> ore. <laughs> and then they just like, you just threw you it just on the screen. At someone and you're just like, wow, that wasn't an experience. Yeah. If it, yeah. That it, was, that's perfect. It's just a big old big raw old Wes Anderson. <laughs> yeah. Big it old is. raw rock Anderson. Yep. Whereas I feel like, like a Grand Budapest is very much like, Okay. Here's all the rough stuff, but there's that diamond. Now let's just tell the diamond story. Yeah, fair. This is just nope, rough everything, just the whole the whole thing. There's some diamonds in here for sure. Mm-hmm. And there's just some shit in here. <laughs> there's some shit in this cave, dude. Like I don't know what's going on, but it's just a bunch of diamonds and shit. It's good, dude. <laughs> You're gonna eat it up. Yum yum yum. Yeah. Num num num. That's all I gotta say. It's a. Uh... Big old shitty diamond. 
That's what the French Dispatch is, baby. Put on the Blu-ray. <laughs> Seven out of ten. Shittiest diamond I've ever seen. Chef's kiss. <laughs> Chef's kiss. Nick Krizic. And with that. There you go. Uh, but I guess you want to add because I think you'd basically summed up your opinion on the movie with just saying it's yeah, a big I old shitty off diamond. A bit. Yeah, it's just just a <laughs> shit covered. You're diamond. holding back. You're holding back. I appreciate it. Yeah. No, I would say if you enjoy cinema and you want to see it push boundaries yeah. in all sorts of that way and have it all happen to you with under two hours in one film. I think we got the movie for you. Yeah. I don't know if everyone's looking for that. No. And so I don't think this is going to be like a stocking stuffer. Got to get this 4K baby <laughs> like, like <laughs> for everyone, you know. But no. I do think, I think where it, where it, what it tried to do, it accomplished. And I think it went hard. I just think who this is for is, is a, is a, a niche of people. Yeah. Oh, 100%. You're right. Um, it will not be, like, beloved by the masses. No. It may confuse the masses into not hating it mm -hmm. because they're just like, I don't know enough of what happened to say this sucked. But I, I don't think there's going to be a lot of people who are just like, this is a masterpiece. But I think that there will be people who see this as just like, oh, holy shit. This yeah. is what you can do with film. This yeah. is insane. Yeah. And for that reason... I think it's worth its creation. Yeah, I agree. Boom. I nailed it. Well, I'm sure you've maybe heard of... No, not a single uh, one. Not a single, <laughs> not a single person. person is reviewed. They're looking for it, though. They're looking for it, and hey, you found it. And you know you found it by Not Us United. Boom. See you later, everybody. <laughs> Hey, what do we? How do we start this podcast? Hey, baby, hey. shit diamonds. Hey. Holla. <laughs> get your diamonds and just get over here and make. Uh, I'm gonna stop. <laughs> You've just listened to Not Us United. You can find us under Not Us United on Spotify, iTunes, and YouTube. Please leave us a review and consider subscribing to our podcast. You can reach out for future podcast topic suggestions at notusunitedpod at gmail.com.